Yachtmala! Yachtmala! Welcome back, my friends, to the Cult Film Showdown. I am your host, 8th Dan Stanadu, and I am pleased to be joined by my good friends. And my good friends are James Cotta. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm on furlough. I can t- I can be out uh, to talk about the episode. Excellent. Yes, yes. You've got a you've got uh, some time off for uh, for good behavior, and now of course we are joined by Nick Boxer, who's unlikely to get any time off for good behavior. Being a kleptomaniac or a maniac, I guess <laughs> it 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 just goes to show it's hard to get time off. That's that's right, and. 30 days in the hole, Jack Hall. Well, 30 days in the hole, but I have lit my uh, Yakmala candles. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's ready. I'm I'm ready for the holiday season, the Yakmala season. (laughs) Well, yes, it's it's always Yakmala season here on the Cult Film Showdown. (laughs) The 12 days before Life Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so right. this this time is Sibilance, where we talk about all things Sybil Danning and uh, celebrate Sybil Danning's movies. And wait, uh, wait, wait! There oh. are two more than two things about Sybil Sybil Danning. <laughs> I missed it entirely. Well, there's oh. there's two really important things, and then and then the rest of it, which we'll <laughs> we'll put together. We'll just lump together. <laughs> And in this case, the important thing from Sybil Danning is the movie that we are talking about today, which is Chained Heat. And in actually one of, I would suggest, one of the easier ones, we're going to have Nick Boxer explain it. Yeah, Linda Blair goes to prison, and she is then immediately caught up into a power struggle between the warden uh, and his top guard, who are both running various schemes involving drugs and prostitution. Uh, And these poor girls are forced to shower and deal with all the emotional turmoil that entails, culminating in a grand orgy of riot goodness that is the girls in prison movie genre. Mm -hmm. Did I miss anything important? Uh, nope. Sybil Danning plays a bully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't miss anything important. Uh, uh, my question for you guys right off the hop is, and this is something to 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 cover because this is this is quite amazing if it's true. But I think this is a rapiest movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You picked gutter balls at one point. Yeah, I. I'd okay, have, it's yeah. only one scene though. Yeah, but it's like 14 minutes long or something. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think you see more in this one during the race. Yeah, season. you might. It's uh, I I yeah, I mean, I okay. I don't want to uh, I don't want it's to understate just how much rape there is because um, it's uh, it's a lot. Um, this is the, I, I was watching this and uh, and and my wife Lacey was nearby and she when it got to the second extended rape scene. Um, She's like, there's a lot of rape in this movie. I'm like, yeah, it's it's unfortunately the genre uh, that is uh, that is just one of the tropes of the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, actually, if you think this is a lot of rape, you should try Red Heat, the pseudo sequel, also starring, starring Linda, Linda Blair. Nice. Well, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. All right. And Dolph <laughs> nice. looks. Yeah. 
We'll save that for the Soviet invasion season. I just like, in so in Wikipedia, one of the sentences on the plot is, lesbian rapists steal drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sentence. It's not a particularly good sentence, but like, nor is it actually a sentence, but uh, okay. Maybe that's from Red Heat, not this movie. I don't know. Actually, it's really easy to, like, miss the whole drug-dealing angle in this movie. There is, like, one scene. No, there's several scenes with the drug dealing angle. My my problem is I, I just like to they're dealing drugs in the prison, so they show up with all this money. I'm like, at what point in time are prisoners walking around <laughs> with wads of cash to buy drugs in there? <laughs> but he's like he's like, We're gonna get me to be millionaires from this. I'm like, really? There's millions of dollars in the prisoner's pocket. <laughs> I, I was trying to do the math off that scene when he, he she's like, here's my $200 for the week. And he said, we're going to be millionaires. Like, I, <laughs> how long are you in for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps Henry Silva's character just couldn't do math <laughs> for one thing. Yeah. But, and for them, and really, what the hell was it that he was constantly there for? Like, talk about this is your drug dealer <laughs> yeah. character who's yeah. hanging out at the prison all the damn time. He, I think they they give you a vague explanation at one point that he is like he's in charge of shipping and re- receiving, or he's the delivery guy to the where uh, to the well, prison. Like, yeah, uh, there's I, something, I there's some explanation. The warehouse, like. He supplied, like, the food or something. Yeah, like, but he didn't seem like he ran the prison warehouse. He seemed like the supplier. No, he to just liked warehouse. the girls. Well, there's no doubt yeah. he uses well, the I, girls, I, of course. You guys are wrong. I think he was there to sell drugs. <laughs> well, but, I mean, the but, but uh, the warden did not know that, so he had to have some cover. Otherwise... Uh, like John Vernon would have put it on, put him on double secret probation. Had he, uh, <laughs> yes. John Vernon in this movie. Oh, how much do you think he paid them to be in this movie? Oh, Vernon just was amazing in this. <laughs> just to be in that opening scene. Oh, His there was there now, was so Henry much. Silva, by the way, does, does anybody else think of Henry Silva as the poor man's Ricardo Montalban, or is it just me? <laughs> no, when I think of Henry Silva, I always just picture him him as like the weird old guy who actually stars in porn movies but never gets sex scenes <laughs> he's like the driver for the delivery guy that yeah 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 exactly like, <laughs> like if you need a character actor in a porn movie then henry silver reminds me of that guy <laughs> <laughs> anyone else think they wrote out one of his sex scenes so they could get john vernon one more according to his contract or something <laughs> I think you're right. Because, I mean, John Vernon gets a lot of sacks for he like, does. creepy old dude on young girl sacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. consensual and unconsensual. So, you know, he's, uh, he's got a lot well, happening. He, in it. He's, he's, he's like, uh, you know, I can make you a star, a porn star here. Here's these, <laughs> all these porn films I've filmed that have never left them in my room <laughs> of, of me having sex with all these women where, you, where apparently I don't think – and, and but don't worry about it. I'm gonna make you a huge porn star by boning me. And the girls are like, "Sounds good." <laughs> hey, I mean, it's, and it's he's all excited. By the way, he's not acting in those. He's really excited. Well, the John uh, just that old. But I mean, here's uh, the here's the thing, and this is <laughs> this is the thing that I like. One of the things I absolutely love about this movie is that it is a it's a 
plethora of B-movie superstars. I mean, you talk about Linda Blair, John Vernon, Sybil Denning, I mean, Tamara Dobson, Cleopatra Jones, I mean, you got Stella Stevens, Henry Silva, I mean, it's there's lots of people in this movie. What, what and gets thank me God is, nobody overacted. <laughs> what, what gets me about this movie is that it has a 56% positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I actually don't think it's a How bad... many reviews is that, though? Like, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is an incredibly deceptive rating. Yeah, yeah. Is it, like, out of nine. three? Yeah. For for the people who watch the the uh the prison films prison exploitation film genre, nine of them of of the nine, fifty six percent of them thought that this was good. I, like I'm I, I I will agree that of the prison uh the women in prison genre, this is like the godfather. Yes. Um. It actually is. I mean it, it it's like yeah. for the genre, are, it's are a you really good movie. the women in prison genre is a acquired taste. Yes, that yes, actually. This is not suitable for the general mass market. This is not the McDonald's of movies. You, well, you you thought that sci-fi and fantasy were hard ones to get uh, get respect at the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really turns out, movie has ever been uh, nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> and it's such a damn shame with John Vernon being, uh, you know, putting putting in the performance of a lifetime. That's right. Oh, this got nominated for Razzie, Linda Blair, all oh, poor Linda Blair. Uh, what a yes. Yeah, I, I was I was curious if Jack was going to bring trivia because I, I am I am very curious if Linda Blair because I'm, I'm seeing Linda Blair in this and I'm like, is this her? I want to show people I'm a grown-up grown actress. Yes. As a matter of fact, she had previously before this uh, post Topless in We magazine to try and break her, her child star image. And uh, and she was thinking that uh, break, that she wanted to play this role, but the role was being rewritten as she was doing it. So there was, an, as a matter of fact, there was a that topless scene in the showers, for instance, that wasn't in the original script she had agreed to. She was told, if you don't do it, you're never going to work in this town again. She felt forced to, but she had taken the role, hoping that she could uh, break out of her child uh, image. And uh, yes, uh, and uh, she was thinking that it would lead to more. And unfortunately, instead of leading to uh, Hollywood movies showing that she had broken out of her childhood image, it led to a lot of B movies with her being naked. <laughs> A lot of them excellent. Yeah. Yeah, or at least others. I'm just saying she's one of my favorite B-movie stars of that genre, or not genre, but B-movies in general. Yes, this was her attempting to, part of her attempting to break that image as a child star. Well, God bless her that she uh, she gave this the old college try. She, <laughs> I'd, I'd say nailed it, but mm, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, a bit ironic that she was trapped into doing a women in prison movie. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, she kind of invented them. She, there, I mean, she's done a lot of women in prison movies. I don't know if she invented them. I mean, the the first one probably would have been in the early seventies. There's a there's well, like a Pam Greer one in the seventies. Yeah, oh yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, there's lots. There's, there's women in prison is not pop, popularized. Maybe main, like it, I mean, it's, it's reasonably mainstream by the video age. Yeah, I bet you that there was like women in prison movies in like the 50s even. So, 
Oh, probably. Well, now I now I need to know. Yeah. So, <laughs> since right. we're done here, I got to do some list research. Of in a prison movie, so I'm on the trivia. Um, I'll be back. <laughs> you guys tell me what it is that you learned from this film, and I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> I learned that if you are going to uh, recruit a woman into prostitution, surprise her. <laughs> Don't tell her that that's what's expected of her when uh, she arrives at the when she's when she's snuck out of the prison and taken to the rich guy's house uh, the rich guy's house for a party. Don't tell her that uh, that sex is what's expected. Just let her find that out on her own. But her best friend just wanted her to have a good time. <laughs> I think maybe a, a heads up would have been a. <laughs> Just a and like a maybe and by the way, um, <laughs> ladies they talk about and hold your hand first came out in 1933, girls on probation in 1938. So this no, is not new. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would, I would agree. Like it's, it's approaching the mainstreaming of it though, for sure. Yeah, I would uh, say probably in the 70s is where when it starts to yeah. get you know the Pam Greer and yeah. yeah, well, and, and it starts it starts being about. Uh, you know, tougher. It starts being about tougher women because I would imagine that those movies are women as victim as opposed to mm-hmm. you know, women as oppressor or women as like uh, you know protagonist and antagonist. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I will tell you this. This is what I learned that not only is uh, is drugs and money uh, rampant and easy to get, but uh, in these prisons, but so is hairspray. Yeah. Oh boy! Because- oh yes! Oh yes! <laughs> Maybe there that's is the, some great hairspray money. going on. There's one woman. There's one woman who has Donald Trump's hairstyle, but bigger, and with all this <laughs> hairspray, it's unbelievable. I mean, I learned. Warden, go ahead. Yeah. I le- learned wardens live in the jail. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. That was a very elaborate office. Yeah. Yeah, and and well, almost ridiculous. That so. he's there at all hours of the night. He has a full apartment set up by the looks of it, and a hot tub. And he's got a bed, a hot tub, everything in his office, man. And well, a very well organized. Other wardens don't have a hot tub in their office. Please, come on. A very Please. well organized <laughs> uh, video library, clearly, because standard uh, in the industry. <laughs> and then what? Uh, what I learned is that drugs help bring. Everybody together. The fight, the war against drugs, drugs brings everyone together. When you talk about, you know, you you can it can bring Sybil Danning's character together, can bring Tamara Dobson's character together, and Linda Blair did it all. It's like this is this is a feel the feel good movie of the century. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't normally get a, a a good moral like that in the in the flicks we do. That's right. So you know, it's I think it's I think it's good. It's good to good to get these things. Just noticing uh, five out of ten there on IMDb. That's uh, it's not it's not stellar from the IMDb voters. <laughs> but uh, what else do we know with it? What else did this director do just before we move on to scoring? Oh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. I uh, I know he did other B movies. Really? Amazing. Yeah. Seems so uh, unlikely. He did another woman in prison movie. <laughs> that was that was what he left the left this project to go on to was uh, Naked Cage. 
Uh, which I think is on wow. Tubi. Now that <laughs> yeah, but that's a high class. Um, Naked Cage, I, 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 uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but it's a canon film. And, uh, well, let's just say we're doing canon films, and there's a good chance we'll be watching that in the near future. <laughs> uh, also another uh, Sybil Downing movie prior to that, uh, Julie Darling, which was uh, might have made it this season. All right, we're ready for scoring. <laughs> yes, we are. All right. In our search for the ultimate B-movie, we rate each film in five categories, none of which are objective quality. The first category is called Schlock Appeal, and we start with Sam. This one, it's it's interesting. Like, as a whole, I keep watching the women in prison genre movies, and I'm not a huge fan of them. I, I find that they just don't don't usually hit the right <laughs> notes. Like, they're... They hit great notes as for like shower scenes and stuff like that, but uh, <laughs> our listeners just learned an enormous amount from Stan in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I keep watching these movies that I don't enjoy. Except, well, yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm watching it, there's a reason why I'm watching it. <laughs> And at least this one had those reasons. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but it's very, it's very well done for a, for a women in prison movie for sure. And Sybil Danning and Linda Blair and and all the cast. So I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> wow. Why are you going so low? The movie's called Chain Heat, and it's a woman in prison movie. This this is Schlock incarnate. Ten. Oh. I, I don't think you could market it in a, any other way as pure schlock. I think that it's 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 definitely schlocky. John Vernon is schlocky as hell. I think the overall movie though takes itself too seriously, so I'm knocking it down for that, and I'm also giving it a seven. I. It's uh. I, I'll, I'll split the difference, but it is a women in prison movie called Jane <laughs> and, and John Vernon just pulls that back up. Um, do you enjoy watching those? <laughs> it's not a genre that I'm particularly drawn drawn to, so the, of the dozen or so I've watched, I eight, eight out of ten for me. More heart than budget. Uh, the budget I saw was 1.25. I saw 900,000. All right. Either way. I also saw a box office of, of 5.6 million or 20 million. So. <laughs> this is a little bit of a, a little I, bit of a. I love how scientific this yeah. category always yeah. is. It's, uh, it, well, and that's the thing, right? It's, uh, it's obvious that when they, when they wanted to do a women in prison movie, they wanted to put in all the actors that they could, and they definitely did. So I think the money went there because it's not like the money went to, I mean, securing a prison location and that kind of thing. There's uh, like, wow, you secured a prison. Good work. But um, I mean, I, th I think I totally agree with the concept that this movie took itself largely too seriously. I mean, other than John Vernon occasionally, but uh, <laughs> so, and, and that is, you know, it's interesting because when I think about that, I think, like, okay, it's taking itself seriously, which means that Linda Blair really wanted this to be her movie in that regard. I mean, you, you've got all these people trying to act and trying to to be good at it. So uh, it, you, you don't, yeah, you, 
trying to act, I yes. think, is the key point Yeah, there. for sure. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm not suggesting they are, but they're trying. Um, I'm going to give this one another 7, too. Yeah, I, th- I think 7 is absolutely correct, because, you know, they were making another women prison movie next week, um, and they, they just shuffle the cast between, between weeks. Um, so, yeah, seven. Everyone was extremely uh, professional, and this is one of the more watchable women in prison movies. So uh, I don't think anyone really wanted to be there or could, you know, remember the title afterward, but nobody, <laughs> nobody was especially bad. When I looked it up, I looked up another, a totally different one, because I was like... What was this chain something or other? And I and I typed in a title that I remember, and it's like, oh, that was another women in prison movie that I watched. <laughs> and Stan, oh, no, there's, I mean, there's Red Heat, there's Caged Heat, there's yeah. Women in Chains. It was Caged Heat that I that I looked up. Yep. And Stan, in case you're wondering, apparently seven is the right score. You have been told you did well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm a, I'm slightly lower. I'm giving it a six. Um, because the thing is, it's total exploitation. So they're, they're you know, and they just throw in the, the nudity for no sake. And around that, so many of the actors are trying to convey this serious storyline where there's a, all this kind of really dark material around it. And then it's it's like it's it's a mishmash. It's such a mishmash. So I'll give it a six. I, I think uh, I think it's a it's a well made movie. Um, I mean, for what they were doing, they. Uh, they were, uh, you know, they, they shot stuff in act, in some kind of actual prison, um, and uh, I, I suspected that the big room was was a set, but I wasn't sure um, because it doesn't match anything else. That's yeah, I yeah, I would, I would say that for sure. Uh, but I I think that everyone turned in what they like. I mean, this wasn't uh, afternoon special kind of acting. They all thought they were doing a serious job and uh, and turned up for it. Uh, seven for me as well. Uh, what the fuck moments. This one's an interesting one because normally I do go through and make notes, but as I was watching this, I just found myself watching the movie. I didn't find myself particularly like, I mean, okay, like John Vernon, you know, being over the top had a tendency. And like the question of like Henry Silva's character and what the hell he was always doing there and who was he actually playing against who, or was he just gambling that somebody was actually going to come through the ranks or you know i i never really saw his um his affair with sybil danning sybil danning's character is <laughs> particularly useful like oh yeah as we're going to be millionaires and like i'm going to get you out of prison and i'm going to run the prison i mean this was this was very much like a some sort of odd hierarchy of like who runs the prison the last man standing apparently but uh, <laughs> it's like so I mean it's it's a little bit weird, but there I didn't find a lot of moments within the movie where it was just like wait whoa what the hell's going on, so I'm gonna just gonna give this one a six. Um, yeah, that the WTF is not like overly out there. I mean, there is John Vernon's office, which is amazing. Yes, like I don't know who doesn't walk into that office and go, this guy is not on the take. I, like. Obviously, there's something else going on there. Um, also, there is a moment in this movie where the the girls have to get together to go get the videotape that shows a murder 
and the bad guys seem to know there's a tape. <laughs> Yet they've done nothing to secure mm-hmm. this tape. Mm-hmm. In fact, they I think when they were... it is and said nobody is going to go looking for it. We might as just we might as well leave it in the VCR. Yeah, I, I that is one of the all time WTFs. I'm so glad you mentioned it because I've forgotten that. Um, also, no spitting signs. I they're they're in this movie. They're in next week's movie. Um, I thought it was kind of weird that prisons would need this, but obviously it's a trope or something. <clears throat> I can't figure that out. You need signs to tell people not to spit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just a prison thing. Yeah, it's just a, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense now that you mentioned that. I'm like, what's wrong with prison? If, if there's any place where I think spitting would be okay, it'd be a prison where they're making a lot of porn. Um, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I think uh, I think seven is a good score based on the incredible WTF of that one thing that uh, that Nick mentioned. Thank God for that, you know, because uh, I I don't write things down and I had forgotten that, but that's a huge one. The other ones I think we mentioned in the lead up to the WTFs. Uh, so actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock it back down one six because it is one of those movies where it's like most of the WTFs are. I, I'm struggling lately between our, our plot holes WTFs because. You know, there's a lot of plot holes, and 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 is that a WTF? And 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 I'm 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 not sure if they're the same thing or not. But uh, yeah, I think so, it's uh, the matter of degree. It probably is the matter of degree, and, and as a matter as a like a general rule, like this film is like everything it needs to be to fulfill the genre. So it's not huge in the WTFs, but but that one is is massive. Uh, six. I think uh, I think the I mean, that's that that is uh that is awesome um i think the weirdest thing for me in the film was uh uh the the prostitution storyline where he just basically walks them out the side door and has like <laughs> dresses that are that fit them perfectly waiting in the car um including the woman who's a surprise that she's coming uh just happens to have the um these the at these uh i mean it is a, a prison entirely populated by victoria's secret models so um or maybe fredericks of hollywood to be more accurate um <laughs> but yeah the, the walking out the side door into a limo that's waiting in the in the, the side door know, is the wash i mean they walk them out through a torpedo tube <laughs> <laughs> right to a car, though. Like that's the thing. Right is to the, a car that's it's waiting in the yeah, it's waiting in the floodway next to the prison. But the question is, like, how could they not escape? Every single one of the prisoners knows about this secondary <laughs> door. Like, so it's just like, wow, just and and you riot, you can riot. So like, just get yourself to this door and take off. Uh, seven for me. A memorable moment. This one's a tough one, I think, because it's certainly not going to be Chained Heat, the title. That's for damn sure. Um, it's it's like Linda Blair, I might remember a little bit. Like, even Sybil Danning, I mean, it's 
it's not like her movie by any stretch of the imagination, and so it's it's a little bit difficult. Um, there's just so much in the prison genre movie that that blends together, because I'll tell you that that some of this and some of our next movie are mixed up in my head, and so it's just it's just like oh. Did, did anybody else watch this and the other movie back to back like I did? Because that was a mistake. Yes, it, as it far definitely as is a mistake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It would feel kind of like one long. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so I just I just don't know. I mean, I feel like John Vernon would be memorable, but there's so much John Vernon that's memorable in these movies, so I can only go with a four. Yeah, um, I I believe I picked this movie, and I am like fifty five percent sure I was thinking I was picking a different movie that I picked this movie, but I'm still not sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, when when you start talking women in prison movies, it is different shades of the same color. Um, yeah, ask me a year from now if I've seen uh, Chain Heat. Um, I'll go uh, maybe. I I mean, don't get me wrong. The John Vernon, Vern, magnificent. A lot of the breasts, the showers, all magnificent. Memorable? No. Uh, five. Yeah, it's it's tough because, like I say, I mean, I watched it with the other one, and I'm like, it's got everything that a prison movie is supposed to have. So if you've seen any more of these, then there's nothing about this is going to stand out. And there's not that moment you're like, oh, that's really cool, or the camp, or they they did that, they overcame the budget, or they, like, even like the 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 shower scenes, it's like run together with the shower scene in the other movie, which I think was the better shower scene actually, uh, and I. I I think the other movie has slightly better looking women, but maybe not. I can't tell. I can't remember. Three? <laughs> it, it will be curious when we uh, when we regroup to do Reform School Girls how some of this uh, kind of washes out for us. Uh, I I think I agree with all of that except when this movie got added to the list, my first words were, "Oh, that's the one with Monique Parent in it." <laughs> because Monique Parent's short film at the beginning of at near the uh, in the early sections of Monique Parent and John Vernon uh in the in the uh the do uh, in the doomed romance at the beginning of the film uh is incredibly memorable and uh I I'm sure there there are many websites where you can watch just that scene. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Are not interested in the whole film. <laughs> well, she uh, is lovely. And that is a magnificent uh, way to start. <laughs> Uh, so I'll go all the way up to a seven. Uh, crazy concept. Let's see. Women in prison movie called Chained Heat. I think I think it's pretty much enough said. I'll go with a three. Yeah. No, we've said it before. They're making another one next week. The director directed another one the same week this one came out <laughs> from the sounds of it. Um, yeah. No, this is just what they were doing at the time. Uh, crazy concept. Yeah. One. Yeah, I mean, you can take this concept and you can do something to switch things around, but they it's didn't. a great concept. It's just not it's a great crazy. concept. Why mess with it? Was their was their attitude? They weren't like, eh, let's take this and let's switch it around and do something a little. They were like, let's just do a, a straight up prisoner woman exploitation movie, and that means unfortunately it gets a low score. I like this movie. I wish I could score it higher, but according to our categories, this is only a two. I I think that the 
I think it's that at the stuff with John Vernon in the uh, and the 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 day trip the the uh, furlough to go to the party or bring it up slightly, but it's still only a three. Um, yeah, just, just to like provide some food for thought, I saw the uh, first episode. I believe it's the first episode of the Charlie's Angel where they do this exact same plot. And they still have that scene in there, so <laughs> where they nice. they break out of prison to go prostitute. Oh, nice! Wow, wow, that's awesome. And that was uh, Charlie's Angels. So that would have been late seventies before this came out, right? On uh, yeah, late say So this ripped off Charlie's Angels. So no big shot there. That's you <laughs> no should have known. We should have known just an uncommon yeah. occurrence to, in these yeah. movies. <laughs> Yeah, we'd be surprised if one of those ones that Jack mentioned from, like, the 1950s had the same. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the end of uh, the end of our rating, and uh, it gives us a uh, mediocre <laughs> 56.5 out of 100, which ties it with Bloodsport and also featuring Monique Parent, Transylvania Twist. <laughs> I, I do think that it suffers from actually trying. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's always a challenge in, our, in, in, uh, in what we do, yeah. Yeah, like, like you had so much. I mean, there was so much. Like, the thing is, is that this is a Sybil Danning season, and we talked virtually, <laughs> like, nothing about Sybil Danning being in this movie, despite the fact that she actually was naked in this movie. But it was and, just... And, and she has a much bigger role in this movie than she does in the next one. Oh, good Lord, yes. But, I mean, it's it's like, that's the thing. This movie is not actually about the people that are in it, other than that they're all, you know, semi-quality B-movie actors. It's more just the fact that they really tried to make a serious women in prison movie. And I'm like, wow, yeah, why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> There was, I just want to let everyone know there was no one demanding that. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, and and our next movie, of course, Reform School Girls, w- went the opposite way, where they were absolutely not trying to make a serious women in prison movie. So, so it's definitely no, going to be the other side of that. It's more of a comedy than anything. Yeah, I mean, in its own way. In its own way. <laughs> so. Um, well, well, what do you think? Shall we do some business? Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> we are. <laughs> uh, we, we have launched a Patreon called Film Showdown. Uh, you can come uh, show your support for the show by uh, dropping us a couple of dollars, and we're hoping to uh, create some original content that will only be available to our Patreon supporters. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, Cult Film Showdown, and we are sponsored by WeTalkPodcast.com, which is the home of the Octagon, where you can keep track of our entire search for the Ultimate B-Movie, and there's all the links are there to the old episodes and uh, uh, all of the uh, ratings for each category, including the final total, are there, and uh, we talk podcasts has a Facebook and they have a Twitter. All right. Well, as I mentioned, uh, the sibilance season carries on next with Reform School Girls, more prison shenanigans, and uh, and I don't know. I don't have any anything else much to add. Anybody else? 
Just looking at the other movies from this director, and I want to see all of them. <laughs> all six. All six. Well, <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't take too long to go through those. <laughs> it's not a. It won't be a long fest. I get to do that. I get to take sun. Get, get to take a day off in the middle of that uh, that week long fest. <laughs> all right. Well, for Jim and for Jack and for Nick, I am your host, Eighth Dan Stanadu, and thanks for listening to the Cult Film Showdown. There's been far too many deaths in this prison. Well, maybe you could tell me how to accommodate 2,000 inmates in a prison that was built for 1,500. In this prison, rules and new inmates are meant to be broken. Prison virgin. Well, after the shock rubs off, you'll get fixed. In here, it's not a matter of what you know. It's who you know. Terrible things happen here. Terrible things. Can't you do anything to stop it? I'm trying to. Trying, but it's very difficult. The crimes these women committed that got them into this prison are nothing compared to the crimes they'll commit to get out. Everybody clear this corridor, I call security. The game that Taylor sets up for all the inmates. Miss Miller, don't put me in here. I'll take care of it. She likes to pit blacks against whites. Don't get caught up in the game. Don't you walk away from me, you chalk-faced whore. Where? Want it. Yeah. Caged women. Caged Fury. <laughs>